Welcome back to No Layups, episode seven. I'm here with my co-host, Carlito Cruz. Carlos, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And um, today, you know, there's a lot of talk with uh, March Madness going on. Um, college basketball is the hype right now. Everybody's filling out their brackets. And we at No Layups kind of wanted to change it up a little bit. You know, we didn't want to do the traditional, you know, pick your teams. So we wanted to kind of stay true to our NBA topics. So the topics today that we have are the college stars that were bust in the NBA, current NBA players that killed in March Madness. We're going to choose our favorite teams and the teams that we would want to play for if we were in college. And our final thought, we'll do our final four and we'll choose our tournament winner. So to start it off, we'll uh, go to my partner, Carlos Cruz, and we'll go with college stars that were bust in the NBA. Yeah, so we wanted to get into a real detail here of the names. So I was thinking, like, one name came up, Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison. Player of the year, scoring 28. You know, usually usually it's always 28 points per game I'm looking at. Like Jimmer, Jimmer Fredette was scoring 28 points per game, highest. But Adam Morrison drafted third in 06. By the Bobcats, the the Charlotte Bobcats. And, you know, it was like a... Like a little, like we, you would never think that guy, Adam Morrison, like a uh, normal looking dude, would really like, <laughs> you know, try to kill your team in college. And he did. But then just, you know, we all remember him crying on the ground when he lost. And then when he went to Charlotte. And what I always heard was that, I mean, this is just a rumor, but Michael Jordan would always put a lot of pressure on him when he was in Charlotte. And it kind of messed him up. I mean, when you're getting pressure from the GOAT himself, though, I mean, I think that's pressure that you want, don't you think? Yeah, but, we're, I mean, Michael Jordan's a crazy guy. He's a, only, only, set, only like, a few were able to uh, withstand him. And, I mean, I want to say he didn't have that many friends in the NBA. And he was just a, he was just a business guy. Like, yeah, man. Just wanted to just go at it, play basketball, not make friends. Not like nowadays. Everybody wants to be friends now, team up with the same agents you know, uh, take uh, pictures everywhere, you know? So it's different now from compared to back then. And fun fact about Adam Morrison, he actually shared the player of the year in 2005-2006 with none other than J.J. Buckets, J.J. Redick. And J.J. Redick's getting paid, what, $23 million this year? And who knows where Adam Morrison is yeah, now. Yeah, another, so. another great player, J.J. Redick, too. Like, I mean, he stuck he he stuck with what he knew best, and he made it, and he, like, you know, really, like, uh, what's the word? Like he really, uh, he just went up with it, you know. Just like shooting, he just he he stuck with it, got better at it, and now he's getting twenty from the Sixers. So, right, and that's I mean Adam Morrison could have done that, but man, it was just I to me I think it was a lot of pressure, and I think that you know not everyone can be told like, come on, come on, you're better than this. <laughs> hey, very, about, very come true. Come on, very true. Like if you're gonna be really told like you suck, your family. All this, you know, like... It's your just, family? Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, Michael Jordan is that type of guy. You know, he's going to really get in your face and really tell you all these things about everything. All right, and he probably, like... And they didn't have a good year that... They didn't have a good season that year, too, for the yeah. uh, Charlotte Bobcats. No, nah, the Bobcats were, like, never good. Yeah, so... But, and they're, they changed names, right? They're right. The, uh, they're the Hornets now. They're back to the Hornets. <laughs> yeah, they're, so... They don't know what they want to do. Okay, so another player, I got Greg Oden. Right. Greg Oden. Greg he, Oden. You thought he was gonna be the next like Shaq, like I really... thought. I, I really thought he was gonna be the next big man that was gonna you know touch down in the NBA, and he just he just never got right. He was just always hurt. He was nice. He was nice, 
his uh, in college. He was really nice in college. You know, he like he really looked like you know that big five that you not you're not gonna stop. That you're really gonna have to like really ha- put another big dude on him that you don't have. You know, but yeah, injuries got him. I think uh, I think he got hurt right right away, didn't he? Yeah, he got hurt right away. Um, never really got a chance to play. He kind of had that that season that Markel Fultz is having where he kind of was really hurt in the first season and they're going to, or almost like Embiid actually, they're going to try and like trust the process, you know, like give him a year off, let him come back, do some rehab. And he just was never right. Uh, He tried to make a few comebacks, but it just never went well for Greg Oden. I mean, it's really sad because he was talented. I thought he could have been for sure an all-star in the NBA for a couple of years and it just never worked out. Yeah, and we remember, I mean, the last time, I mean, one of the last times Greg Owen was on the floor, he was with LeBron James, Miami, and you, and I mean, I really thought, I think it was maybe 13 or or 12 or 14 when he had Greg Oden, and I really thought it was going to be like, you know, a, a great pickup for LeBron, but it still didn't work out. All right, and now now moving on to our next player, um, a guy who's killing it uh, overseas right now is Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer. Jimmer was the man in college. I mean, nah, nah, who, I like who even talked about BYU in basketball ever? Um, really, like, and in 2011, I mean, the guy won the Wooten Award. Um, he was probably the best player, best scorer for sure in college basketball. Yeah, he had 28 as well. Yeah, he was just going off in every game. He was pulling like he was Steph Curry. I mean, he was probably... Out of all these guys, probably the most fun to watch for sure. Yeah, like uh, I remember, like the internet was like getting like better at that moment at the time, and I I remember uh, they did they would do a lot of parodies with Jimmer. Like they did one with uh, "Teach Me How to Jimmer," and it was like <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was really uh, very creative. So yeah, he was a he was just a, a phenomenal sensation at the to- at the moment. Like everyone loved him. Like I said, he was. A, like, like usually, I always say that if you're a regular-looking dude and you're, like, killing against people that are not regular-looking people that should be killing even more, you're going to, like, out, you're going to, uh, what's it called? You're going to shine. You're going you're gonna to be the one that everyone's looking at? You're going to be the one that everyone's looking at. So, like, that guy, I mean, he started, he, he would just pull up. Like, now Curry does it, but he would just pull up five feet behind the, the line, and nobody would do that. And, I mean... It was it was great to watch him. Yeah, great. Jimmer Mania was crazy. I think he kind of had the same problem that Adam Morrison had. Where I was, just I mean, little. he he went to New York, and that's a that's a big market for a guy like Jimmer. Um, oh, he went he went to the Kings, he right? The King, he, he, he was on by the Kings, Kings but yeah. he was just too little. He was so at six two, couldn't play defense. Right, and now he's just like an overseas god right now, just scoring like forty points a game or whatever it is. Something yeah. crazy. Uh, our next player. Someone I think me and Carlos both thought were going to be really good was Hashim the Beat. Yeah, from UConn, he he went. Well, I think he went second in uh, in the draft. In the draft, I think. Oh, dang it! I forgot. Maybe oh nine oh six. But yeah, Hashim the Beat. He was what seven two monster. You know, you wouldn't think he. You know, you wouldn't think that. Uh, like you don't know where he came from. He was like an experiment. They said he was just an experiment. Like from a lab, something like that. Right. I mean, we didn't see anybody kind of like with his body type. He was kind of like a Serge Ibaka size type of guy, but he had post moves. He blocked a bunch of shots, almost like Anthony Davis almost. But same thing with Hashim Tabi. I mean, where was he? In OKC for a while? And then... Yeah, he I went think, to Memphis yeah, first. Yeah, he went to Memphis and then, then was at OKC. And it just... 
I don't know, just the, the, the college basketball success just didn't uh, translate into the NBA. It was just really weird. Yeah, and Hashim the Beat was in that, uh, I think, I mean, uh, in that six overtimes game. I don't know if you guys remember that, six overtimes with Syracuse. All right, that the was cr- crazy. Craziest one. He was in that one. So that's good memories. Uh, another player we'd love to talk about is Michael Beasley. And I don't know if we can really call Michael Beasley a bust. I mean, he, he's making his money. He's still playing strong in the NBA right now. Um, he's been all over the place, but in college, the guy was a beast. Uh, he played for the University of Kansas Jayhawks. He averaged 26 points a game, 12 oh, nice. rebounds a game. Um, he was a finalist for the player of the year, didn't win it. But um, he was big time. He got picked by the Heat. Miami, right, with yeah, D-Wade. In 2008, he was a second-round pick. But um, it didn't really work out well over there in Miami, and he's moved around a lot. But I think he's turned into a really good role player for a lot of teams in the NBA. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of tough. Like, nowadays, we really go very detailed in and with, like, picks. Like, if you're the second pick of the NBA draft, what have you done? If you're the top five pick of the NBA draft, what have you done? There's a lot of really high expectations for these picks when usually there's, you know, um, there's people that go 50th, you know, or go, you know, top 30, and it's not that much for them. But these people, I mean, Michael Beasley is a good, a good player. He's, what, 6'8 or 6'9? 6'8, 6'9, about can two, play, 230, 225. He can play, like, all positions if he, wa- if he really, like, um, really could, if he really wanted to. But it's just, you know, level of expectations. He played with a, with a D-Wade. I think, I don't know if it was an injured D-Wade at the moment or the, the scoring champion D-Wade. But he was playing with a good D Wade at the moment, and it just they I I remember that year, and they expected a lot from Michael Beasley, and it was just tough. Yeah, no, I mean to me, Michael Beasley's still solid. You know, like his game can translate to 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 today's game. You want someone that's like a four, a three, four that's really versatile. You know, he's strong. He can rebound the ball, and I think he's kind of in that weird group that's like Swaggy P, Lance Stevenson. Uh, type of guys where like people want to see him do good they like to watch him because he's funny and he does like crazy things <laughs> but um he just never met the expectations and that's just how it kind of went for him but uh how about another player uh how many people remember johnny flynn yeah johnny uh johnny flynn was crazy in college he he went to syracuse right um he was a top 10 pick in 2009 uh he only averaged about 17 and 7 in, in syracuse but um, he had a bunch of awards, and he was just, like, one of the players that was selected before Steph Curry. Um, and people will always say, like, he's a big mistake because, obviously, Steph Curry is going off right now. But Johnny Flynn was a beast. He was small, but he had, like, that underdog mentality, and everybody loved him. Yeah, he, he, was, like a, he was, like, a cool name to say, like, Johnny Flynn. And, yeah, he, he was just one of those, like, uh, I want to say, like, swaggy smooth dudes on the court at that moment and you were like that guy's gonna make it so yeah yeah johnny flynn i mean who knows where the guy is now but he was quick he was explosive he was really cool to watch um our last person that we'll talk about um that was a college star that busted in the nba and just didn't do nothing was anthony bennett everybody knows about anthony bennett first round pick in 2013 by the Cavaliers, he was supposed to kind of save the Cavs. Um, it was a time when LeBron wasn't there, Kyrie was looking for help, and it was just ugly. Yeah, definitely that one. Because I remember I was always the uh, I was always hearing that the Cavaliers were trying were 
It's like as if they really thought, they really knew LeBron was going to come back. So it's like them, what I always heard, Cleveland and LeBron would always talk to each other w- within the Miami days. And LeBron was like, just make a team for me and I'll be the third and I'll be your, your small forward. Like, just build a team for me. And, you know, Cleveland's like, all right, then. We got we drafted Kyrie. We drafted Deion Waiters. All right, we picked up Andrew Bynum. You know, oh, we got to pick up Anthony Bennett, Tristan Thompson, our four. But Anthony Bennett was supposed to be, you know, another piece for LeBron. But it just didn't work out. Like, Anthony Bennett was crazy. He was, he was averaging 16-8 and eight in, uh, in UNLV. And he was like a monster. But it was just so weird that it, you don't see that a lot. Like, the transformation from him going into the NBA, it just like... Like, as if just lacked all motivation to do nothing. And he just, like, he gained even more weight. He didn't do so well at all. Like, and it, it was just, it looked very, like, just disappointing. It was just sad. lazy, huh? Just yeah, like, it, it was very weird. He just didn't want it. It was just weird. Really, really weird. Like, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. Like, it ha- something had to have happened behind the scenes. But we don't know. But it could arguably be one of the biggest busts. Probably, like, top three biggest busts all time. Yeah, behind Kwame Brown. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Kwame Brown. All right, but right now, before we go to our next topic, we're going to take a quick uh, little commercial break that we do, and we're going to thank KCSS. So thank yes, you, KCSS, thank you uh, letting us use the equipment for putting our name out there. Um, we've been getting a little bit of publicity. How do you say it? Publicity. Publicity. Yeah. My bad. Publicity. And uh, it's been great. Um, we love the people that listen to us. We'll keep creating content. And uh, keep listening to us because, you know, we're going to try and add athletes over here to do interviews and try and do different things to, um, you know, make the listening experience pretty cool. So thank you to KCSS. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, Our next topic is going to be current NBA players that killed in March Madness. So a little bit more of a positive spin. And uh, you want to start off with this one, Carlos? Yeah, so, okay, so first one, Anthony Davis, Kentucky. A.D., the brow himself. The dude that's killing right now that we're, like, almost putting him an MVP over James Harden, but not, slightly not. Anthony <laughs> Davis. Slightly not. A lot of not. <laughs> look, look, I'm going to tell you this. When I saw the championship game with Anthony Davis in Kentucky, all right, he was 1 for 10, okay? 1 for 10 in the championship game, but it was 6 points, all right? 16 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, all right? No, no, other, no other freshman ever did that. And I'm telling you, he's a deep defensive force. You can't get past him. You can't get through him. It's just impossible. It's great to have him on your team. It's great to have him right there under the rim because no shots going no, no no shots going over him. Yeah, AD was nasty. I mean, I can't I can't deny the guy. He was player of the year. Um, probably the best player on that Wildcats team, and that that team had a bunch of studs. And um, I mean, you see what he's doing now. I mean, he's dominating. He's basically like carrying the Pelicans into the playoffs and keeping them relevant. So AD is doing his thing, man, and eventually he'll get an MVP. Not this year, but I think, you know, it's coming soon. And and his growth spur, I don't know if you ever heard the story, but his growth spur, he was a sophomore in high school and he was like 6'2". And then once he got to... Right, uh, he was a point guard in high school, right? Yeah, he was a point guard in high school. And then once he once he became a senior, he was like 6'9". And then when he went to Kentucky, he got 6'11". Yeah. And I was, and it's just crazy. Then, he got like a huge growth spurt. Right. I think I saw something like last week. He's been gaining like twenty pounds, like every like two years of muscle or something like that. Right yeah. now he's like six eleven, two sixty or something crazy. Like it's ridiculous. But uh, how oh, about another guy uh, at Oklahoma? Blake Griffin. Blake was the man. Uh, some tournament stats, real quick: twenty eight point five points per game, fifteen game. rebounds on seventy eight percent shooting. That is just ridiculous. Uh, he only played four games, but 
to do that in four games in the in the tournament. You know, he brought them to the lead eight where they lost to North Carolina and North Carolina was the champion. I mean, what can you do? He was a man amongst boys. Blake was like we thought he was gonna be the next big thing in the NBA. Yeah, uh definitely Blake uh you when you see him in high school and you see him in, in college, you were like, Man, this dude's like a monster. Like he really like uh what's it called? He 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 um he got his like huge his uh like monster um like he he was a monster already. He had like persona about him almost. Yeah, like he was already built. He was already built in high school and college and he if you go watch his dunks, there are like the most I think best in game dunker in college ever. Blake Whoa, Griffin. best um, in game dunker in college ever. Best in game dunker because he was like destroying the rim, like you could hear it. Like right. there's there's a you court might be cuts. right. Go on YouTube right now. Court cuts. I think that's what it's called. Court cuts. Blake Griffin, the greatest dunks in in college. <laughs> greatest. I'm telling you, man. It like, oh, man. It was intimidating. It was fun. Really great player. Now he's on the Pistons. Um, they're out of the playoff race, but I I still believe good things coming out. Yeah, and I think it was a good move for him. You know, he was. I think he was in L.A. for too long. Um, they tried to make it work over there, tried to get a championship with the team that they had, and I think it's a good move. You pair him with Andre Drummond, and then you see what happens, you know? Definitely. But yeah. um, how about Buddy Heald, another Buddy. Oklahoma Sooner? Uh, that one's more recent, 2016. Quick tournament stats, 25 points per game on 53% shooting, 41% from the three. And he brought them all the way to the Elite Eight, I believe, in five five games. games. Right. That is just crazy. They played number one Oregon. He scored 37 points in that game, but uh, they came up a little bit short. Yeah, but he'll have talks about, like, him being compared to Steph or him being a a really great shooter. Oh, no, no, no. They beat Oregon. Oh, they did beat Oregon. Yeah, that's a correction. They beat Oregon when he scored 37 points. They ended up losing to Villanova. And okay. he, he he struggled in that game. I remember that one. They got dominated by Villanova. It yeah. was bad. Yeah, Buddy Hield's um, great shooter has that really. He's right now with the Kings right now, but he's not. To me, he's not doing so well. Like I have him on my fantasy, <laughs> and that guy just can. He just has too many ups and downs. If you're on Carlos's fantasy team and you're not doing well, you're not in the good graces. Definitely, I'm not. just like, telling you. I'm trying to win because the guys on my fantasy team, they're good. All right, they got good people. One one guy. Got LeBron and Ben Simmons, and he's been trading. He's been he trades everybody. I'm telling you. But anyways, that's another that's a different story. But yeah, Buddy Hield, great shooter. Go watch him. He really gives. He really does give some um like big outbursts on the Kings sometimes from game to game. But he can play, and he had a good March Madness. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we gotta be patient with Buddy Hield. I mean, he's only been in the league for what? This is his second year. Yeah. Um, give the guy some time. I think he still has um, I mean, he, high he, upside. He was compared to Steph Curry. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, um, GM from the Kings or president? He said Steph Curry like dude. Yeah, like, I on. mean, t- to me, he's more of a. I don't even know. He's like a two three. You know, like he he can do he can do a little bit of everything, and I think I think he can end up being at least a, a solid role player six man on somebody's championship team. You know, yeah. he's not a bad player. He's he's a lot better than some of the bums that are in the league right now. So. Buddy Hill, keep doing your thing. Keep pushing on. We're watching. Um, a little bit of a throwback of a guy who dominated in his lone collegiate season. One of my favorite players of Carmelo all time. Carmelo Anthony. Mello, Carmelo Anthony. Played for Syracuse in 2003. Put on a show against Texas. Um, he scored 33 points, had 14 rebounds. And the championship game, he ended up cutting down the nets. 
They won by three over Kansas. He had 20 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, and was the most outstanding player. They say that he uh, could possibly – he's argue, he could possibly be um, – some say that he's – the great he has the greatest season for a freshman uh, in college. It might I mean twenty points, nine rebounds. The guy was like I think he might have been the first stretch four. Can we say that? Uh yeah, we can, we can say that. Let's, the let's... the first solid stretch four where he could literally shoot from three, <laughs> dominate on the inside. I think he was he was a big time stretch four. Yeah, he had dreads, huh? Dreads Carmelo. That was that was like uh yeah, cornrows, cornrows, twisties Carmelo when he was just a savage. Because he won the title, he got most outstanding player. All right. And then I mean people are gonna say what they say about his career. The guy, in my opinion, is one, one of the best scorers of all time. He's I mean he played with Allen Iverson. How cool is that team? Allen Iverson and J.R. Smith. That's a classic team right there. He don't want to pass though. He 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 doesn't want to pass, but he's gonna get his. Kobe didn't want to pass. Yeah, but Kobe learned to pass. He had to pass. He was in an offense. Kobe where he did had not to pass. learn how to pass. Like Carmelo just did not want to pass. All right, is, Co- is is Carmelo one of the best ISO players of all time? Yeah, I'll give it that. Like top thirty? Just kidding. <laughs> that is just disrespectful. <laughs> just kidding. Now I put him, you know, top ten. And if he gets to the block or that little wing mid area, and he's backing you down, it's over with. Not if you're 6'8", 280 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Big show. Nah. But he is pushing the culture forward, I think. Uh, people are doing open gyms at his his own personal gym. Yeah, that was cool. That's sick, man. He, he became Hoodie Mellow. Right. Know. He had Hoodie Mellow. I mean... He's teaming up with uh, the guy that does not care about anything else either, Russell Westbrook. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's doing great. Right. But okay. And we'll just go, uh, let, let's just go two more. We'll do two more. We'll do honorable mentions. We'll do some honorable mentions <laughs> here. Uh, CJ McCollum from Lehigh in 2012. He, he was nice. Um, right. I mean, the guy went to Lehigh. Yeah, Who knows was, about yeah, Lehigh? Nobody really knows about They Lehigh. only won one game. Uh, two games or one game? They won one game. He played in two games. Oh, uh, okay. But, I mean, he, got, oh, he, right. he ran into, he ran into the Duke Blue Devils. What are you going to do? Yeah. Terrible. People that did that, gosh. But no, yeah, yeah he's great. He he was great. He was undersized as well, like undersized guy. You see those actually, pictures? yeah. They had yikes. They played Duke in the first round, right? Barely got out of that game. They won it, right? Yeah. Then they run into Xavier. Man, like like the damage was done already. Like beating Duke was just too much. Yeah, like they had both of their legs cut off, cut off, and they were just like you know. But that was actually a fifteen to two seed win right there oh yeah that's big time Ooh. i don't even know who was on duke in 2012 we're gonna have to look that up but 2012 that might have been uh austin no uh austin uh was that Kyrie? no no Kyrie was, um, was late or earlier uh, that might have been austin rivers yeah but he beat that squad and they won 75 70 he had 30 points in that game and hit a clutch late three um and then just barely lost to xavier but really one of the shocking 15 seeds that could have made some serious noise um, if they would have got past them. And obviously, C.J. McCollum's doing his thing in Portland. So uh, another honorable mention. I don't even know if we can call this honorable mention. Or, uh, no, we, we, can, uh, we can add D-Wade. Yeah, we can add D-Wade. D-Wade, D-Wade was, he was the in, Flash, the he was young in the Flash. Same class with Carmelo, and he had a tough time too because I think uh, he uh, met some like juggernaut teams at the – at the moment, I yeah, think. he ran into uh, Kansas. Yeah, and Kansas had that, or Kansas was good. They were, I think, um, what was it? Your Kansas won it with the. Uh, was it with the Twins? 
The Morris twins? No. No, that's later on. No, that's later on. But yeah, D Wade had D Wade like just electrified. He is one of those guys where it's just like you know that dude yeah. just by his persona, by the way he walks. I do he, remember him being number one Kentucky though. That was his big moment in that game, uh, in that tournament. He scored 29, 11, and 11. He had a triple-double against the number one Kentucky. That was big time. Yeah, definitely. And then another, another honorable mention, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker has to be step a... Step back. I mean, that's all you need to remember. Step just, back. Just go on YouTube, look up Kemba Walker, step back. Honorable, honorable mention, Joakim Noah. <laughs> Joakim Noah, for sure. You know, uh, during his times with Florida, they had a great team that year. They had a great couple of teams in that little span that they had. Yeah, and they had some, like, I mean, you like, not really legendary players, but you can be like, whoa, they were all together on one team. That was pretty cool. And yeah. then, last honorable mention, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, Butler, Brad Stevens. That's all you need to know. The game, that, the almost game-winning shot, huh? The right. almost game-winning shot. And then Steph Curry, I'll put Steph Curry in it as well. Shout out Steph Curry. Steph Curry, always crazy. I mean, like I said, a, a boy amongst men, and psh, just killed it. <laughs> a boy amongst men. <laughs> at Steph the moment, Curry. At the moment. That's funny, man. Oh, and then one, one more. Will Chamberlain. Just kidding. Nineteen fifty-seven. Let's relax. Let's relax. Come on. Nineteen fifty-seven. Nah, I'm just playing. Who was the coach? George Washington? (laughs) Nah, I'm playing. I just wanted to throw that one in there. All right, man. But moving on to our next topic, um, that was current NBA players that killed it in March Madness. Now we're going to talk about our favorite teams just in general that we like. Um, For me, man, it's the Duke Blue Devils. I mean, you got Coach K. Mm -hmm. You had Kyrie Irving. You had Grant Hill. You had Leitner. You know, you just have all that tradition. I mean, Duke is just... I mean, they're like the they're like the Lakers of of college basketball. Man, that's tough. They're like the they're like the team. Like if I think of college basketball, I think of Duke, and that's gonna be my favorite team. That's also gonna be the team I want to play for. Cause uh, if if I play on Duke, I have a chance to go to the USA team. You know? Yeah, I get what you're saying there. So Duke is there. definitely my favorite team. Um, it's a team that messes me up a lot in the brackets because I choose them to go all the time and. They let me down. Why would you want to go there? You know, they uh, many years, but they have won the championship a lot of the years. So let's not get it twisted. Once, twice, twice in ten years. Coach K has a resume, buddy. <laughs> Don't worry about him. Look, I'm going with Kentucky. All right, of course. Look, I'm about to play with talk about Carl basic. Towns, talk about basic. Devin Booker. I'm playing with stars. I'm playing with John Wall. I'm playing with Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, All for right. one year, for two semesters. <laughs> Like you think I'm, they're your friend, and then they go big on you, and then yeah, they're like, "I can't about, even text them." Yeah, right. They're gonna be like, "I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm I'm going to the game. All right, got you." Close yeah, right. Eyes. One night we're playing Fortnite. The next night I'm calling them, and it's going straight to voicemail. Look, man, and I'm look, I'm doing their homework. You know, like stuff oh like that. my god, it's, it's nice. All right, it's gonna work out, and I'm getting a ring. Let's not talk about doing athletes' homework with all the <laughs> with all the scandals going on right now. You're right, you're right. Never mind. Never yeah, mind. Uh, yeah. Right. You know what? Chill out, chill out, chill we're out. we're just studying. You know, it was just uh, it was just a review. But uh, but yeah, I'm going to Duke. I mean Duke. <laughs> yeah, see, I knew you were a Duke fan. Nah, you just got me all oh like with all this, col- this college uh, um, uh, fraud stuff. Guys. <laughs> all Whatever. right, but if you had to go to one more school, like if you if you couldn't choose um, UCLA, just kidding. Of <laughs> and you can't choose UCLA, man. No, I'm going are- UCLA last year. UCLA last year. Of course. I'm I'm hanging out with Lonzo all day. I'm just picking his brain. See what he see what uh the, that system was great. You I swear he's like the greatest player that ever came out. <laughs> he is going to be. God, we'll see, man. And then I'll replay this clip, and when he's a bust, 
Yeah, right. I'm just kidding. Lonzo, Lonzo's all right, man. All right, what's what's your other team? My other team, man. Ah, that's tough. I think I'm gonna have to go to like what North Carolina. Nah, Basically. what? Why would I do that if go I'm Duke, a Duke fan? North Carolina. That is just against the religion, right there. <laughs> I want to go to like Florida State. I want to go to I want to go to Florida. I think. Florida. Who doesn't want to live in Florida? The jerseys are sick. I mean, when you start beating them or beating another team, the crowd starts doing that Gator chomp. That is cool. It, it's it, it's just awesome atmosphere. It seems like a popping place to be. Florida would be my second school, but Duke is my first, no questions. Well, UCLA and Kentucky beat Florida and Duke. Well, Duke is better than Kentucky this uh, year and last year I, and I and so. the year before that. Yeah, so. right. So, and the year uh, before that. So let's relax. Get out of here. All right, man. But we're moving on to our our next topic or our last topic actually. It's gonna be uh, what is your Final Four and your tournament winner. Um, you want me to start on that one, Carlos? Yeah, you can start on that one. I'll All right. get some time to look into it. Right yeah, now. look at the brackets real quick. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, so for me, out of the South Division, I'm taking Arizona, uh, DeAndre Ayton, Ristich, Alonzo Trier. Those guys are some rough riders. The big three is going to carry them to the Final Four. They will end up having to play Gonzaga that is going to come out of the West. It's a close one down there in the West. I think it will be Gonzaga and... Um, North Carolina. Eventually, I think that matchup is going to have to come, and I think that Gonzaga will get through that game. Uh, I just didn't see enough from North Carolina this year. Um, on the other side, we're going to have Villanova. I think Villanova is going to coast in the east. East side. And then in the Midwest, I think Kansas is going to get the job done. Unfortunately, I wanted to put Duke, but... Look at that. He's, my Duke a, Blue Devils just haven't Duke been that good this year, man. And he's going to just choose... Over them and look, Kansas. We're trying to give the listeners the best information possible to choose their brackets. I don't want to lie to them. No, they you go with loyalty. My heart is going Duke, but all the Duke Kansas fans. will make it to the to, to the final four. So then we end up Nobody. having a matchup between Arizona, Gonzaga, Villanova, Kansas in the championship. It'll be Arizona versus Kansas, and at the end of the day, I think the number four seeded Arizona squad. With DeAndre Ayton, who's the best player in college basketball, will win the championship, seventy-two to sixty-five by seven points. I got Arizona. That sounds cool. That sounds cool. You know, I guess. Like for me, okay, for me, I'm a I'm a players guy, and I like uh, I like the players in these uh, dra- in these uh, brackets, and so usually, I mean, last year I went with UCLA, and you know, and we know what happened there. They, you know, they they just played against a good Kentucky team. Bust. So. So from the south, from the south, I'm gonna. It's between. I'm going Kentucky South. All right, I'm just telling you right now, they're gonna go crazy. How are you going with Arizona? Kentucky, man? They're gonna beat Arizona. What about Virginia? Go all the way. What after about that. Virginia? They're gonna take out Virginia, and oh it's just gonna gosh. be crazy. All right, and then the whole world's gonna be like Kentucky forever. All right. <laughs> Now, do not West. listen. If you want to make money, or if you are in a pool with money. Do not pick Kentucky. Okay, from the West, from the West, you know, I kind of, I like SDSU a lot because, I mean, it's just, I, I've always heard a lot about them all over the years. But from the West, I'm, I'm kind of a little, like, in, the, in between because I like Xavier. You know, I want to, usually every time I do this, I always, like, exclude the one seeds and they're always in the, in the Final Four. You got to choose at least two one seeds. Oh, man, I, I like to go with sleepers and go, like, you know, the 14 seed or... 
or the 11th seed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The 14th seed. Yeah. So Montana <laughs> is going to the final four. No. You heard it here first. <laughs> but look, from the West, I'm thinking about, oh, man, you know, I'm looking at SDSU meeting Xavier. In the, wow, uh, you have SDSU in the Elite Eight? I have SDSU in the Elite Eight. No, I no, have no, 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 no. They're, they're going to meet in the, in the round of 16. Oh, round of Sweet 16. Yeah, okay. they're going to meet in the round okay. of 16. I see it. And whoever wins that game is going to the finals. So you have it between SDSU and who? Xavier. Yeah, UNC. Nah, they ain't pushing it this year for me. Okay, so you have... They already got well, choose time. one, man. You got to choose one. Gosh dang it. Fine, 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 fine. All right, I'm just going to go. All right. Any meaning, money, mo. Just kidding. Oh my nah, I'm gonna goodness! Go, I'll go Xavier. <laughs> All right. Go with Xavier. So you got you got Kentucky and Xavier on that left side of the bracket. How about on the right side? All right, on the right side, the east side. You know, I was looking at UCLA, but they have to beat. They U- have to UCLA has to win to even get into yeah, the tournament. To and I feel like if they win that, you know, they're gonna be in it. But if they beat Saint Bonaventure, <laughs> they're gonna be a, a a household name. They're going. Stan to, State can beat Saint Bonaventure. They're going far. Okay. No, I like UCLA, but it, they have a tough road in front of them, whoever they play. Or, I mean, yeah. But I from that one, I like Villanova. But then again, what it's a like, biter. If I no, pick, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you swear. But, like, I got Purdue. I'm like, man, I want Fullerton to beat Purdue. But that would be crazy. Maybe Fullerton could get up there. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, I have Villanova up there. I have Villanova in my top. All right, how about the Midwest? In the Midwest, Midwest is kind of tough because I see Oklahoma and I see Trey Young, and I'm like, the guy's gotta, he's gotta do it. Then I see Duke, they play, they play each other if they both um, pass the first round. I'm like, man, and I, I like Duke, but I like Kansas too. But there's never, you know, it's not that long, it's not that many times that all one seeds make it. I think what in the past two, three years, it was kind of been uh, all one two, one twos, I think. So, I'm gonna go here with uh, I'm gonna go with Duke. Okay. With Duke. Go with my my Duke Blue Devils. Yeah, so you, so you end up getting a matchup between Villanova and Duke. Who takes that on the right side? Man. That's tough. That is tough. But I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with future. Duke has some uh, some kids that okay can really play basketball, and I like the I like their I I think that they're gonna put their stock up. All right. Play these good teams. So you got Duke in the championship, and then on the left side you got Kentucky versus um, Xavier. Xavier. So of course you're gonna have Kentucky go to the championship. (laughs) So we got a Kentucky Duke matchup, and who are you choosing? And I'm going Kentucky. Oh my goodness! Score 109. What a surprise! To 85. 109 to 85. You heard it here. Look, feel free to send us messages and tell Carlos how wrong he is nah, for choosing watch. Kentucky Look, to even go to the final. I'm a Final Four diehard Kentucky fan, all right? That means every year I pick other than you last year. You have them winning the championship, not a Final Four. Final like, Four diehard. You said they're going to win the championship. They are going to. Okay, I believe it. They, just... I mean, I'm telling you, whoever they, all the people that they play, if they take them out, they're just going to have the, just the, the, the greatest intensity to just take these out. No, take, uh, they're going to be worn out. out. They're going to be tired. <laughs> They're not gonna be tired because they get days off. I think. Oh my goodness! I hope. Yeah, not not many, <laughs> not enough. Anyways, uh, that that was our podcast, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Our March Madness podcast, episode seven. Uh, thank you to KCSS as always. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, continue to listen to us. We'll continue to post things. And that was no labs.
No Lawyers.